Morning, everyone. Um, I'm Stephen. For those who don't know me, um, I'm uh, the treasurer of the PCC. So you might be thinking to yourselves, what's a PCC and what's the treasurer? Um, so let me take a, a few moments to explain what that is. So the, the PCC is a small group of um, members of the congregation who work with Graham and the other members of staff here at St. John's to help run the church. And uh, my role specifically as the treasurer is to support Graham and the other members of the PCC as we make decisions about how the church spends its money, both how we raise it and then what we go on to spend it on. And this morning, I really want to talk to you about how we as a church deal with money. Um, and I really want to thank those who already give so generously and to encourage everyone here to think regularly and carefully about how we give. Um, and in a few minutes, it's not just going to be me talking. I'm also going to invite up a, a couple of other members of the congregation to explain to us how and why they give to St. John's. So it, it might feel a little bit odd that we're going to talk about money so directly. We might feel a bit uncomfortable or afraid because money is a, a tricky issue. However, as a PCC, we think it's really important and one that directly affects what we as a church can do. So each year, as a PCC, we sit down together and we make a budget. And this is just a plan of how we're going to spend our money. So we have to think about how much money we have and then what we want to spend it on. And we're careful to make sure that we spend money on the things that we know are important to the church. So, for example, we'll prioritize giving money to the children's and youth work that happens here because we know from our church's mission action plan that that's one of our major priorities. We also contribute to the wider church, to the Diocese of London, through something called the Common Fund. And that's the, the money that we give to the wider church that then comes back to pay Graham's salary and housing costs, but also supports people that are training to be vicars. And in everything we do as a PCC, we aim to spend our money wisely, to be good stewards of the money that you as a congregation have given us. Now, it might be surprising, but each week, um, it costs around six and a half thousand pounds to keep everything you see at St. John's running. And that feels like a very big number. Um, we spend it on the staff we employ who work so hard. We look after this church building. We try and keep it warm and watertight. And we buy resources to help our mission and outreach. Now, the money, this money, the six and a half thousand pounds, doesn't come from the wider church. It doesn't come from the Diocese of London. The majority of it comes from you as a congregation. You support what we are able to do. We also get money for specific projects from grants, um, and we also, um, because we're in a central London church, are able to make a little bit of money from renting out things like the car park to people that work in the city. And we can do so many things so well here because you as a congregation are so generous. Now, I'd really encourage you to read our annual report that Graham has carefully put the time into writing that's going to be published um, at the annual meeting straight after this service. And that describes all the things we as a church have done this year, all the baptisms and confirmation services, the courses and events we've run, the political campaigns that we've been involved in, and the summer fair, our trip away to focus. And all these things have been made possible by the money you as a congregation have given but as a church, we're also ambitious. We want to be able to do more. We can see the issues facing um, the people in our congregation and the people in our parish. And it's your giving that can make that difference. So I'd really encourage you to think 
prayerfully this week about how you spend your money. As you look at what you spend your money on, it'll help you to see if what the money you're giving away and spending on, and you're going to think about how that tallies up with what you think is important and valuable. So I just kind of offer as a challenge, when was the last time you just thought carefully about your money? And it can be helpful to think about what the Bible says about that. Now, Graham has written a really helpful piece that's gone on the church website, and you should have printed copies um, that you were given as you came into church to think about what the Bible says about giving. And I'll do my best to go over a bit of a summary of that now, just to put in context what I'm talking about. Now, we, we remember that money is a powerful idol. It, it's easy to fall into the trap of wanting more money or being afraid of not having enough. And as Christians, we're called to put to death any idols in our lives. And here are a few reasons and thoughts about why or how we should give our money. So firstly, God can do miracles with what we offer. So if we think for a moment about the little boy in John 6 who brought two fish and five loaves of bread to Jesus. Now this wasn't anywhere near enough food to feed the 5,000 men and all the other women and children that had gathered that day, that day to hear Jesus speak. Yet Jesus took what was offered and he transformed it so it could feed so many people. So when we're thinking about what we're going to give, we need to remember that what we have feels insufficient, but Jesus can transform it. Giving is also a sign of belonging. When we contribute directly to the life of the church, we move from being just consumers of what it does to contributors to its mission from being feeling like passengers to feeling like participants in what's going on. Giving our money can also be a sign that we're for the vision and aims of the church. If we believe that this church has an important part to play in God's mission to the world, and we think that his staff are doing necessary and valuable work, then we give our money to support that. It's sometimes too easy to believe that money will give us security and the means to be who we want to be. We can fall into the trap of having faith that money makes us happy. But giving our money away is a really powerful way to break those chains that money binds around us. It feels a bit reckless to give money away when we really don't get anything back from doing so ourselves. It's a powerful sign that we're not going to be conformed by the society that's obsessed with money. It also helps us to depend on God for our needs rather than our own. When we give away sacrificially, we know that we might have to do without something else that we want. We have to learn to trust in God that he will provide the things that we need. So the story of the widow's might in Luke 21 reveals to us it's not how much we give that's important, but what it costs us. Giving a small amount from our poverty is more valuable to, to God than giving a really small amount from our riches. So in the real world, if someone decides to give a gift of 20 pounds per month when they're surviving on tax credits and benefits, that gift is more important to God than the, the person on the six-figure salary who decides just to give 100 pounds a month. So thinking about this on a more personal note, Alice and I spent an hour the other day in the car. We don't really get that many chances to chat because we have a small person. Um, so the car is a good place to have conversations. So we spent an hour thinking about our giving because we're both going back to work, and instead of going back to work full-time, we've both decided to go part-time. 
so both our salaries have changed. So we thought carefully about how this would affect how much money we, as a couple and a family, give to the church. And first of all, it felt a bit scary because we both knew our salaries were going down. But having the chance to talk about it and plan meant that we could still make giving a priority in our finances. So you've heard from me. Let's hear from a couple of other people in the congregation about how and why they give. So I've got a couple of people primed who will hopefully come up now. So Angela, do you want to come up and Rob? Um, and we're just going to hear about, a little bit about how and why they've decided to give to St. John's. Any preference? Who wants to go first? Excuse my voice, I've come down with a very sore throat. Um, so, uh, I guess the why is almost more important than the how. And when we were singing that worship song where it says, um, every breath that I take comes from you and so I pour out my praise, I thought, that's it. So, in, in for, for us as a couple and a family, Everything we have come from, comes from God anyway. So it's almost like God lets us keep the majority of it. And all he asks us to do is give some. And we give 10%. Um, I'm a little bit old-fashioned, so I've outsourced it to Andrew <laughs> to deal with the numbers. So um, every six months to a year or so, and we'll have a good look at, you know, our finances, and then we talk about whether or not we've given 10% of everything, so not just our salaries, but any gifts, major gifts or anything that we get, um, and if one of us has changed the salary, then we just adjust it a little bit, well, he does, and I go, yes, that's great, <laughs> because Right from when I first became a Christian, I just felt that I was so grateful to God for everything he'd done to, for me, that why wouldn't I give as much as I was able to? Um, so I've always given 10% ever since I became a Christian of whatever I get, or whatever. and then when we got married, we both agreed about that. So that's why we do it, and that's how it works in our family. It's not right for everybody, but um, yeah, I guess we're a bit traditional, so we do it that way. <laughs> Thank you very much, Angela. That's really helpful of you to share that. And now we'll hear from Rob. And Otis. Um, hi, everyone. Um, how do we give as a family, Otis? Not sure. Um, but actually, I do think that we should encourage our children to give. Um, and one of the things that I'm really grateful to my mum for is that um, she encouraged us to give, you know, our pocket money. So I'd get, I don't know, 20p a week. Um, and I'm sure she said, you know, do you want to give some of that to Jesus? And I probably said no. Um, but there is something about, um, you know, those of us who have children or um, are in extended families, just encouraging that early adoption of the idea, as Angela said, that we've We've been given so much, like everything that we have is really God. So it's not a, a chore, it doesn't need to be a chore to give, it's just part of our, our rhythm, if you like. I think the one thing that I'd like to say um, that's particularly relevant for me and Rosie about giving is that giving is a great way to deal with fear and anxiety, and um, nothing makes us more anxious than money. Um, life is expensive, um, and... 
you know, we never feel like we have enough. Um, but there's something very liberating about giving money away. And I really think that God meets us as we give because he knows how hard it is, right? It's a difficult thing to do. Um, and so as we take that risk and we step out in faith and say, do you know what? It's, it's a tough month. It's a tough year. Um, our finances are tight, but I'm going to give anyway to you, God. I'm going to give to you. And that is absolutely an act of faith. Um, and he loves that. And um, I've found that giving, particularly when I'm most anxious, is, is great because um, God rushes in and he doesn't say, um, you know, you've given me 20 pounds and so 20 pounds is coming back to you tomorrow. What he does say is, I love you and you can trust me to look after you. Um, and I remember my mum, we, when we were praying about stuff, she, one of her favorite um, verses is, um, the cattle on a thousand hills are mine. And so um, she says, you know, Lord, will you send some cattle my way? Um, which is just a really a nice way of framing the fact that God, everything is God. You know, he has access to all of the world's resources, and it's legitimate for us to ask him um, for help. So, yeah, my, my main message is let's give... Um, as a way of um, in faithful response to our own fears and anxieties because it's a great way of inviting Jesus into that fear and saying, um, free me from it. Yeah, is that about right? Good. Thank you very much, Rob. So as a practical response to what you've heard from me and from Rob and Angela, I kind of, I'd ask you to consider doing three things this week. Firstly, to think about your giving. Have you just in, are you in the fortunate position of just receiving a promotion at work and you need to now think about being more generous with your giving? Or alternatively, you might currently be in a really tough situation and where money is very tight and you might actually want to consider reducing what you give. Secondly, oh, I know it is. <laughs> Secondly, to think um, about planning your giving. So Alice and I give to the church by standing order because we found that it helps us feel much more in control of our money and when we feel in control and understand what we have we're able to give more generously and then finally um, if you're a UK taxpayer and you haven't already done it I'd ask you to fill in a gift aid form which we've put in um, in the uh, in your handouts today um, because it just means we can get a large proportion of your giving back from the government and it's not um, it's not money we would otherwise get, but it's very easy to get if you sign your name on the form. Um, so thank you all for listening. Um, and um, yeah, let's carry on. We're going to take a little bit of time to reflect on what we've heard, and um, Ruth and the band are going to come and uh, lead us in a song. But why don't we just be quiet uh, for a moment as the band come and think about what Stephen and what Angela and Rob have shared and what has resonated with us, and then we're going to uh, stand and worship God together. Uh, and maybe even you may, you may want to do what Stephen said, which is just take some time and to think. And maybe, maybe this is a moment where you want to make a decision, you want to do something, and um, you know, if you want to fill in a form, there's pens out at the back of church, uh, or if there aren't, Zoe will find some. Um, and, uh, but you may just want to pray and ask God to guide you in considering your response to this. <laughs>